Hey, what's up everyone? My name is Miles and this is Miles from Qualified. Hey, what's up everyone? Welcome to another edition of Miles from Qualified. So, we are coming off of an episode that I was just blown away by. Like, talk about exceeding expectations. Now, I knew it was going to be fun. And if you haven't had a chance to watch or listen just yet, please take the time to go back a week ago when I interviewed Brandon Haley. My man is on fire for the Lord. Uh, He's an amazing artist. Uh, He does Christian rap, and we talked a lot about that and the misconceptions of that. Uh, But his story is amazing. I I, I did not know this story. And for him to come out and tell us about it, in the way that he did, you are going to be blessed just to watch and listen. Um, And as we revealed in uh, the interview, so he's my first guest that I ever had on, and something just drew me into wanting to have him be a part of this this podcast or YouTube channel or whatever. I'm going to call it a U-cast or a tube-cast or a pod tube something i don't know because i have both going on but uh I, I, something just drew me to want him to have to be on it but i don't even know him like we met as acquaintances on facebook sheerly through uh me reaching out to him um because of something i saw him post in a christian meme page in a group uh and then also just kind of fell into uh his music and, and listened to that and i thought man this guy He's got something going here. And so I reached out to him. And so we don't even know each other. But whenever I reach out to him, he's always there just to serve and to serve me. And he doesn't even know me. So please go back and listen to that. Man, that blew me away. A lot of people have come and said how how touched they were by his story and how awesome it was to just listen to him speak and uh I think you'll have a lot of fun listening to it. It's a little long. We went about an hour, but it is well worth it. So please go back and listen. And I have to make a correction because in there we were talking about uh, when we got married, our wives, our lives, different things. And somehow I got my anniversary date wrong. Like it is (laughs) like tattooed in my brain. Uh, I often use the numbers for, for different things and I know that it is... May 11th, 2008, and I got dyslexic in the heat of the moment, and I said, May 8th, 2011, (laughs) and immediately, I was like, wait, something doesn't sound right here, and then I went back and I listened to it, sure enough, I got that wrong, and of course, I had to hear from it from my wife, Uh, we made a joke about it, but man, that's the first time I've ever gotten that wrong. And it'll be the last, I promise you. So, May 11th, 2008, 5-11-08. <laughs> anyway, um, I've decided, <clears throat> you know, going going through and doing this, I've been trying to, I haven't been as consistent as I wanted to be. And I've been trying to figure out, do I want to, you know, put these out on a Monday or a Tuesday? Those are when typical podcasts come out, beginning of the week. Few of them come out at the end of the week, uh, and I had decided, especially because Brandon and I got together last Friday, I believe, that we are going to continue to do these, uh, and I'll put them out on Fridays. 
I think it's cool instead of starting your week off uh, in this manner, maybe you can end your week on a positive note. And my idea was is really this whole time just to to bring uh, encouragement to to everyone and uh, allow you to to escape a little bit with me and just you know follow my path in Jesus. And we talk about faith and we talk about encouraging uh, topics and and all those good things. So end your week on a on a good note, especially. If you're having a week like me where it just seems like you're being beat up a little bit at work or maybe you have something something rough that's happening in your life, hopefully this can be uh, some encouragement for you at the end of the week. Or maybe you're just having an amazing week and it's, and it's like, you know, icing on the cake, whatever. Um, I'm just glad that you guys are enjoying it and uh, you continue to reach out with encouragement to me. So it's such a blessing. Please keep that up. I love it. Continue to leave comments. Uh, please subscribe. Please share. Uh, like it. All those things really help. And uh, I really appreciate everyone who stepped up and done that for me. So today, <clears throat> we are going to talk about um, something that is going to be encouraging to you as it is to me. And uh, I hope, you know, you get out of it what I hope you do, that I pray you do. Mm. First, I'm going to take a sip of my tea. If you see me take a sip of this, I know if you're listening on the podcast, you can't see that I'm holding up a mug of delicious tea. Got a little something going on there, that, and this is helping to soothe it. And not to just, you know, I'll put out a shameless plug. My wife made this tea. No, she didn't just prepare the tea. She made the tea. She's been doing incredible things. Uh, she started her own business. She's become a master herbalist. She creates teas, salves, candles, hydrosols, whatever those are. I'm learning. Um, lip balms. <laughs> all kinds of stuff that she is making organically. A lot of the ingredients are actually grown from our tower garden. Uh, so she's hand making all of these things. She's named her company Aeroponic Alchemist. You can find her on Etsy. It's yes, this is a shameless plug, but this tea is delicious. People are raving about it. So I will uh, put that uh, Etsy page in the show notes. I always want to say that. I'm going to put the link in the show notes. So enough about that. So Moving on to today's topic, um, and really, I allowed my wife to choose this one. I gave her a ser- actually, I didn't even get a chance to. I was going to say, okay, here's what I have in the hopper. Help me choose which one we talk about this week. I didn't even get the words out, and she told me which one to do. She knew what I was working on, but uh, it is her favorite story of the Bible, and it is also her favorite favorite character in the Bible. And I entitled this uh, From Pit to Palace. So just by that name, you probably know already that we're talking about Joseph. Uh, Starting in Genesis 37th chapter. This story is her favorite story. I love it as well. But when she told me, hey, make sure you do the story about Joseph when you talk about that. And I said, well, you do realize that this episode is going to have a lot to do with you, right? And she did not know that. <laughs> but um, I, I talk about this in a way that I hope is relevant to everybody because we can learn a lot from the story of Joseph. And I'm not going to go through and just dissect everything in this story, but I'm going to pull the highlights out of it just so you can kind of live it in your own life, just like we have. Because really it's about being at your absolute, at the bottom of scenarios and and circumstances and still coming out on top. 
So from pit to palace. Uh, if you're not familiar with Joseph's story, please go read it. And actually, there's a really cool animated story they made about it, a uh, movie that we love as well. But as you probably know, um, Joseph was not liked by his brothers. They plotted against him. They actually plotted to kill him. They tossed him in a pit and left him for dead. They then decided that we're going to sell him into slavery instead. So he wasn't killed, but he was sold into slavery. He was set up. He was falsely accused of forcing himself upon uh, Potiphar's wife after he rejected her advancements because he wasn't going to, you know, he was a noble man. He wasn't going to sin against God or do wrong by his master. So um, he was imprisoned for this. He wasn't just imprisoned for, you know, a few days. He was in there for two years. So he was imprisoned and this was all put into place um, where he could then help overcome a seven-year famine, where he could save his family. He brought deliverance and pro uh, provision for both Egypt and Israel. Like, this was all part of God's plan. And many times in this story, you read that the Lord was with him. And this is why he had so much favor upon him. This is why people saw him and wanted to put him in a higher place. Even as a slave, they saw that the Lord was with him. He was interpreting dreams. Uh, this was very valuable to those in authority at the time. And they wanted him to put him in charge of certain things. But the Lord was with him. He was being protected because of his faithfulness. Now, Joseph went through some really tough times. Now, I skimmed through a lot of that. Please go and read it detail by detail. But he was someone who was loved by his father so much that there was a lot of favoritism there. Um, that favoritism and jealousy from his brothers led them to plot to kill him. They tossed him into a pit where he was going to be left for dead. They saw a traveling caravan and decided, you know what, we're just going to sell him into slavery and then say that he was killed. So he was sold into to be a slave. He was imprisoned. He like all of these different things went through. And then he is now the highest power at that time uh, in charge of so many different things. But he, what he had to go through to get there and then where he ended up setting up, you know, those 12 uh, um, uh, setting up the, the Israel and and um, again, just giving that deliverance to Egypt and Israel is an amazing thing for someone who went through so much, so many hard times. And then, you know, when I was starting to kind of figure out how I wanted to present this, it didn't even really start with Joseph's story because this is, this is my um, walk through faith. This was me finding Jesus in certain moments. And I think many of us, we face far less in our lives than say what Joseph did, or maybe what Job did, different characters in the Bible who went through some serious tragedies and some serious, like tough circumstances, tribulation, as we talk about. But they stay faithful to God. A lot of us lose faith or we question God or we fall into temptation. And really, 
when you experience God's presence and protection in the midst, in the midst of adversities and uncertainties and tribulation, that's where you can look back and see that this plan led you to the point where you are, where you are better off than you were, right? So I know all of you right now, you're either going through something or you've been through situations where it just seemed as if it was so overwhelming that you didn't know if you were going to come out of it. But God's plan is always bigger than our understanding, right? And that's what this is talking about. God's plan being bigger than our understanding. I have said that a lot over the past four years. I believe it's four. I'm going to look at my notes because I know I wrote it down. And again, I'm really getting, I'm not doing too well with dates and years these days for whatever reason. But I, I really came to realize this after what Tara went through, um, what, just four years ago. I'm going to say four. It's got to be, it's in my notes somewhere. Yep, four years ago. And I'm going to tell you the story, and this isn't a secret. We've told this story as a testimony before. A lot of you probably already know it. But I'm going to tell you for those who don't, why this uh, comes to me in a very personal way about understanding God's plan in the face of uncertainty and, and, and during hard times and very difficult times in your life. Knowing that that, that uh, situation that you're going through, although it seems to be extremely tough at the time, it's going to lead to something great down the road. So uh, my wife, Tara, she went through a terrible bout of Lyme disease. Probably the worst that um, anyone could certainly the worst that I have seen or we have seen. Uh, she is a bachelor's prepared nurse. She's been in uh, the medical field for a very long time. And even, you know, she has never experienced something like this for herself, but even kind of being around people that she knew that had Lyme had not gone through what she had gone through. So it was four years ago, August, we were at a Matthew West concert. We love Matthew West. We were having the time of our life right? Great concert. It was at a fair. Um, our son, which uh, subtracting four years, again, doing math on the spot apparently isn't my, my, my strong point, but uh, I guess he would have been five at the time. Yep. He uh, got to actually go on stage with Matthew West. He held up a sign and Matthew called him up and obviously Brennan was terrified at the time. He's a very shy kid. I had to go up there with him. Boo-hoo, right? I got to go on stage with Matthew West. But we were all up there having a great time. The next day, um, next morning, something was off. And uh, Tara couldn't get off our bedroom floor. She just had, was so fatigued, she could not move her own limbs in order to help herself off the floor. She was just stuck. I went in to, to check on her for something. I thought she went back to bed, but... You know, she was having some trouble and she felt very lethargic. I ended up having to carry her <clears throat> to our car, uh, start driving to the hospital. We ran into um, uh, backed up traffic because of an accident. I called an ambulance because she was not looking good. They actually met us on the road, in the middle of the road, to take her the rest of the way to the hospital. I won't get into all the details, but just know that... Um, it had me question a lot of things. There was moments where I wasn't even sure if she was ever going to be the same. There were times where I thought I might lose her. 
because we didn't know what was going on. She, she wasn't immediately diagnosed with Lyme disease. Uh, like, they kept telling her that nothing was wrong or she was dehydrated or it was in her head. Trust me, we're not very happy with the medical, uh, medical field any longer, um, especially um, traditional medicine uh, failed us so many times in that manner. But when she was finally diagnosed, um, it was a relief, but she spent a week in the hospital. She had months of uh, IV antibiotics that I had to give her at home. And it just did not seem like she was ever going to be the same person again. She was very tired all the time. She was lethargic. She just um, she had no energy. And, uh, you know, her her memory wasn't the same. Like, she'll tell you more. I'm not going to go into a lot, a lot, a lot of details because it is a very detailed um, situation. And there was a lot that went into it. Coming out of it is the story. Not being in it. Being in it is tough. Coming out of it, there's victory in that. <clears throat> and we're four years removed. We continue to look back and we see what an absolute blessing that time was. And it sounds weird to say that. But it's you know it's easy to say now because we're beyond it. But if you look back, that time was incredibly tough. But it was necessary. It was necessary for her. It was necessary for us. Our relationship is stronger than it has ever been because of that because of the bond that we that 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 uh, that we had during that time and what we did after the fact how we came together in different businesses together and and helping people and and we got ourselves healthy like really healthy we changed the way we eat we changed the way we exercise we changed really everything about the way we looked at health and nutrition she is so much more stronger, healthier, smarter, and determined than ever, than I have ever seen her. She has a new path, a new understanding, new passions. Like I said, she's creating all these amazing things. Starting her own business, helping people get healthy. We've gone through, we, we, we work in network marketing as well, and we had the time of our life building a business that it actually helped people thrive in a new way through healthy supplementation, understanding what to eat, how to eat it, when to eat it. Like it's just things that we would have never done had we, you know, stayed along the same path as we did before Lyme. So you take something like Lyme and and you know, she used to always say going through this like out of everything that God has created, what in the world is the purpose of a tick? I mean, let's be serious. There's some, like, critters that you can think of, and you're like, why? Why? Like a gnat. Seriously? Why? A tick. What good purpose does it serve? It only carries disease. It only, like, injures what it comes in contact with. I don't think it does anything good for the ecosystem. I don't know. I'm not a tick expert. But what I do know is that because of that tick, because of that bite, which, by the way, she showed no signs of. There was no bullseye-like print anywhere on her. Had no idea that she had even been bitten. Doctors are saying that she could have been bitten years ago, and now it just kind of came to fruition. But that tick, that bite, that disease was necessary for us to be where we are now. Stronger, healthier, smarter, closer, 
doing things that we never would have done before, starting a business, doing this podcast, who knows? But my relationship with God grew so much stronger because I recognized that it was him that was through doing this for us, not to us, for us along the way. We go through so many different trials. And I challenge you to take a moment and think about a time in your life or a moment um, where great things in your life have taken place after some of the hardest times. When you're going through them, it's not easy to recognize. I understand that. But when you come out the other side of it, and you look back and you're like, man, I needed that to happen in order for me to be the person that I am today, for me to have the faith that I do today. God knows it's only going to make us stronger. It's hard in the moment. We feel weak and helpless. But then you look back and you're like, man, I am strong now because of that. He didn't do that to me. This was done for me. Triumph, triumph comes from tragedy and we have to give him the glory and i have found that that is so necessary every day to find glory in everything trust me like i said this week has been a challenge at work not necessarily going the way that i anticipated when monday first rolled around but there's a reason for it and i have to look for that i have to seek that i have to understand that i have to give him glory even in the hard times even in the hard times romans 8 18 i'll read it to you for i reckon that the sufferings of the present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us these present times have nothing in comparison to what's coming We are going to be so much better off because of things that happen to us that at the time of them happening think that they are tough, rough, unfair, impossible to get away from, impossible to come out of. They're there for a reason. And I know you can think about a time where this this is relevant to you. Maybe you're going through it right now. Maybe you're going through something right now that seems so insurmountable and you don't understand why you're going through it. You don't understand how you're going to get out of it. Put your faith in the Lord to know that there is a reason for this season. (laughs) Talking about Christmas, there's a reason for the season. There, Jesus is the reason for the season. There is a reason for the time that you're going through right now. There's a reason for it. And I know it's tough. I know it's hard. I've been there. We have been there. And not just in that circumstance, but a lot of different circumstances. If you're going through it now, just know that there is light at the end of the tunnel. There is a better outcome than what you can imagine, but put your faith in the Lord to know that that is taking place for you. I promise you. Also in Romans 8, 28, and we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are called according to his purpose. Everything works together for the good. And we know that, we understand that. It's easy to say when things are going well, but can you say it when things are going tough? Right? Just like uh, Philippians uh, 4.13. I can do all things in Christ who strengthens me. But again, leading up to that in 4.12, it talks about the highs and the lows. 
right? Being at your highest, being at your lowest, no matter what, you're in content with that moment because you know that you have the strength in the Lord to get through it. And it's funny because I'm thinking about uh, putting these things together and doing this, and then all of a sudden stuff starts to align in just a way where I know it's time to put this out. I know that there's someone on the other end who's looking for this message in their life, knowing that you're not alone, in the sense that all of us go through this stuff, and we as believers have been in the same situation that you're in, but then also knowing that um, you're never alone because God is with you. Jesus is with you. And how I know it was time, I'll give you a, a couple indications. Uh, this morning, my daily devotion, I'm going to read that to you as well, because it's pretty relevant, I believe. He knows the way that I, uh, wait, he knows that, I'm going to start over. Let me just do this one more time. He knows the way that I take. <laughs> when he has tested me, I shall come forth as gold. So it says, you may be going through fire, but God will bring you out the other side better than you were before. One year I was traveling. I came across a goldsmith who was taking his tool filled with gold in and out of the fire. Each time he pulled the melted gold out of the flames, he would gently brush off the impurities of the top layer. Back into the fire, the gold would go. I asked him, how would he know that the impurities were flushed out and the gold was ready? He replied with a thought-provoking message of, I place the gold in the fire until I can see my reflection in the metal. This is what God does for us. He will continue to allow fires to come our way until we are a reflection of him. Fires are not um, to resign us, but to refine us. And I thought that was a powerful message that went right into the message that I had today about what I was going through in my life, in my walk in faith. Understanding that the fires that we go through... And then my mother-in-law posted this on Facebook today as well. Said, remember, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. God did not put out the fire. He just put Jesus in there with them, and they came out unsinged and without smoke. It's not about God stopping all the things that look bad. It's about who is in there with you. So again, guys, we go through some stuff, right? Joseph went through some stuff, but he came out on top. From pit to palace, he came out on top. And we often try to rewrite our story in these times. We often try to take things into our own hands, and we talked about that before. Um, I personally am fortunate that things have not worked out the way that I wanted them to, but rather the way that God intended. It's his will that is done. Um, if it's not, you know, if it was up to us, everything would be easy. We wouldn't have trials. No one looks around and says, man, I really wish this was harder today. We don't do that. We want things to be easy, but realistically, we know we're going to have really hard times. And it's, it's, it's just a matter of perspective. Hindsight is always twenty twenty, And when we look back and we see God's work in our life, prepares us, better prepares us for what's to come, knowing that going through that and coming out the other side as strong as we did, now we feel like we can take on anything. 
and it's necessary. So whatever you're going through right now is unfair, unjust, or unexpected, as it is, it is necessary. Let me see, I had another, I had another, James 1.12, I had that for you as well. Blessed is the man that endureth temptation, for when he is tried, he shall receive the crown of life, which the Lord hath promised to them that love him. And... I had one more for you. Uh, maybe, if I can get there. But in all things, approving ourselves as the ministers of God, it must patience in affliction, in necessities, in distress, in stripes, in imprisonment, in uh in, uh, in labors, in watching, in fasting, in pureness, in, by knowledge, by long-suffering, by kindness, by the Holy Ghost, by the, un, uh, the love unfined, by the word of the truth, by the power of God, by the armor of righteousness on the right hand and on the left, by honor and dishonor, by evil report and good report, as deceivers yet true." As unknown and as well-known, as dying and behold, we live. Um, if you look at these, these verses and you look at what's happening and you look at situations and you understand that, yes, times are going to be tough. Yes, we're going to get thrown into a pit. But there's a reason for it. It's necessary. Not easy, but it's necessary. So take this time... To reflect on a moment where you know that God is working. A moment that you realize that life was tough and now it's great. If you're in it now, like I said earlier, you know that coming out the other side, you're going to be stronger because of it. Start looking at the ways now in this moment that you can be made stronger. Go to God. Ask, ask the Lord, what is happening right now? I don't understand it, but I know you're working in me. Please help me see what is to come and how I'm going to benefit from this. I promise you, when you put a different perspective on it and you're not just sitting around, woe is me all the time, and you understand that God's plan is bigger than our understanding, you are going to have such a, a new appreciation for what he is doing in your life and understand that triumph comes out of tragedy. So so I, I am just, I am thrilled that you have been with me over the past couple of weeks. I know that I'm uh, starting to get this down into a rhythm now, and uh, your feedback has been crucial to that. So please go back and listen to previous episodes if you haven't heard them yet. <clears throat> um, please check out my wife's Aeroponic Alchemist on Etsy. We'll be probably making a, an actual website here soon, but right now all of our stuff's on sale on Etsy. It's incredible. Um, and continue to like, subscribe, share everything you do to help uh, promote this. And I appreciate it. I love that you're here with me. I love that I get to do this. I love when I get to share messages that are on my heart that I know that others are going through as well. I am by far, again, because of the name of the of the podcast, you can tell, Miles from Qualified. I'm not qualified to do any type of 
preaching or sermons or anything like that. I'm just bringing up things that are happening in my life that I can relate to the Bible, that I can relate to situations when Jesus has shown up and what he's done for me, I know he can do for you. And uh, so when you're fighting through the fire, just know you're not in there alone, right? He's in there, he's in there with us and uh, he is good. He is great. He is love. And uh, I love you for being here. So guys, that's it for now. Until next week, have a blessed time uh, over the next few days. Um, I hope to have another another guest on soon. We are going to do another um, edition of Family Devotion Time. All this cool stuff, just please uh, continue to give me that feedback. And uh, it's been such a blessing. So until next time, guys, God bless.